just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home News Radio 840 WHAS Good Sunday morning Bob Sekuller, the Louisville Real Estate Show With you until the top of the hour Lots of questions coming in And we've got some great folks to answer those questions First of all, Chuck Crosby He is the owner of the Crosby Law Offices They do a great job uh, closing alone and more. And I'll, I'll t- get to that in a moment. You can reach Chuck at 499-6360. Also here, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They come in as a team. They do a great job. They're the number one home team inspection service now eight years in a row throughout the United States. And that's a big honor. You can call Brad and his team at 844-411-TEAM. And you can reach me, Bob Sikola, anytime if you're thinking about selling your home this year, next year, or beyond. You can have me out to talk. We can talk by Zoom or by phone. It's that simple. And you can call me to set that up free, no obligation to talk, really. 376-5483 is my direct cell phone number, 376-5483. Before we get to the questions, just, I, I you know, ch- you don't know this, folks, but Chuck Crosby does so much extra work that realtors, if you're listening, you just have to know how great it is to have a, a friend like Chuck uh, available he helped us with a closing where there was a problem with the chain of title a number of months ago. And I just had a meeting this week and uh, Casey and Amy Hill, one of our agents was telling me, Casey, my daughter-in-law about that. You went, you, fi- you figured out a path to a closing that other closing attorneys couldn't figure out because there was a timeline that was involved. Do you know what I'm talking about without giving specifics away? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And, and so when I tell you, we work with the very best. We do work with the very best. And I'll give well, the numbers you. out. Yeah. And uh, my thanks to Chuck for being who he is and how he gets the job done. All right. Let's start with um, a question for Brad first. So Mike bought a home. It had it had been inspected. And he found out a year after he moved in that he had roots in his sewer line from the large tree on the property. And why we don't do in the Louisville and Southern Indiana area, sewer inspections as standard, I don't understand that. I don't know if you know either. Anyway, he said nothing came up in the inspection report about the sewer lines having a problem. He's wondering, now that he has a big problem, does he have any legal action against the inspector? But if nothing else, should he have gotten the sewer inspection when he bought the home? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I'll, I will defer to uh, to Chuck on the, the legal side of it, but what I will tell you is a couple things. That, really interesting question about the sewer uh, sewer line inspections, because, yeah. yes, we recommend these all the time. Um, in fact, now we're we're actually partnered up with, uh, with a company that can actually do those sewer inspections oh. now along with us uh, when we're doing the home inspection. Um, there's an additional charge to it, but you're able to, you know, for a few hundred bucks, you're able to get a, a view of exactly what's going on between the house and the main sewer line. And what we find, Bob, is a lot of homes that have been vacant for any period of time, those tree roots will grow into those into those pipes relatively quickly. And these are little, these are little hair roots. So anything that catches on them, they create a clog in the line. Mm. The other things that change is when, if you've got a home, let's say it's got two people living in it, and they're you know, uh, two people live in the home, no problem at all with the with the sewer line. And then a family of five or a family of six moves in and you've got a lot more water flowing through, a lot more solids flowing through, a lot more things going through garbage disposals. They will tend to clog up 
And so you, but you're not going to know until you're actually pressure testing the house. Home inspectors do a lot of pressure testing. We, we run water for a long, long time. We flush toilets, we empty tubs, we empty sinks all at the same time, trying to, to just create any sort of uh, backflow that we can. But yeah, it's an important part of the inspection. And unfortunately, you know, particularly those vacant houses that, you know, a period of, you know, 30, 60, 90 days, those hair roots, you know, grow into those those sewer lines and can certainly cause a backup within just a, a few days or a few weeks of someone moving into the house. So wait, so just to be, before we get to Chuck, Brett, the sewer line, the, the little hair roots grow because no one's using yeah, because you think, yeah, you think yeah. about it because those hair roots are getting knocked off as things are flowing oh. through the pipe. Oh. You know, Got they're it. very, okay. they're very fragile roots. Oh. So they're just no, not much bigger than hairs. Got it. So Chuck, let's throw it over to you now. So legally, any recourse against the inspector well, after depends. a year? Oh, yeah. against the inspector? No. After a year? Certainly not. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's been going a year and working fine also, in my mind, would uh, not be very helpful if you were trying to go back against the prior owner because yeah. uh, it has been working. It's something that happened on your watch. Now, if they knew about it, if they were having problems, if somebody had said, uh, gone out and inspected and said, hey, you need to get this done and they didn't mention it and just didn't get it done, well, then maybe, you know, maybe you could toe hold into that. But a year later, not so much. starting to have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Let's move on. Again, if you've got a question you'd like us to get on the air for you, send me an email, bob at com, And in the subject line, just say radio question, and then uh, put the question in the body of the email. If you want to see this show again rebroadcast with its video intact, uh, you can see it by going to louisvilleanswers.com. That's a redirect to our YouTube channel, louisvilleanswers.com. All right. So Chuck Molly says the recent windstorm was that ever a, a oh boy oof, tore apart her shed. She said it happened the day after Molly accepted a contract on her home. So now she's asking, does she tell her agent? Does she file a claim? Does she repair the shed if possible, or just she does she just remove the shed and not say anything to anybody? Well, we know that's um, probably not the right answer, right? Yeah, that's not going to be the right answer. Uh, most of the above. Uh, definitely tell the agent. Definitely get that out there. Um, if you have insurance that would cover it, go ahead and make your claim unless, you know, all the parties are fine with you taking it down. Uh, but that's a discussion to be had amongst all the parties. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. You have to hit this head on yeah. and not try to hide anything. And on a caveat to what we've talked about in the past, you're going to love this. So I get a a, a text. Actually, it was a, a guy. My neighbor comes over to my door, and I've got one of those doorbells. So I could, I was at a, a chopping. I told him to send me a text. It was, what the deal was, there was a tree that was coming down again because of the storm. It wasn't a big tree. So when I got back, I told him I'm home, and we met out on the side of the property where the tree had come partially down. It was really in bad shape. And it was right on the property line. So, Chuck, this is the this is even better than apple pie diplomacy. Mm -hmm. In case if you've missed that, Chuck always says, "So just go over, discuss it with apple pie. It's going to help the thing." So, I saw it. It wasn't a big deal. I had my my landscaping crew, which is just phenomenal. If you ever need people, by the way, to do your landscaping, folks, I've got a guy and his team who are phenomenal. They were out this week. Had to take it down. No problem. And I, I'm not even going to bother talking to the neighbor about reimbursing because I don't think it doesn't matter. It was so minimal. I thought I think it does goodwill for the for mm -hmm. my neighbors. Right. So. So anyways, that, that's 
that's how we should be handling things if that's possible. So I wish you the best on the shed on that, Molly. Let's move back over to uh, Brad. Uh, Eli sent this email. He said uh, he's buying a house, having it inspected, but the inspection is during the time that he, Eli, has to be at work. He says, is it necessary for him to actually be at the house during the inspection, Brad? Uh, no, it doesn't. Uh, it's not a requirement. Certainly, it's a best practice. But I know, um, you know, with home team, we're able to, you know, zoom people in or FaceTime people in or, mm. you know, do kind of virtual walkthroughs. Um, there may be a, another time uh, we've had out of town investors or people moving into the into the city that, you know, they're not here uh, and they want to have a look at the house once they do get to town. We, we've done situations like that. A lot of of, of the agents will show up. Uh, for those for those inspections kind of on behalf of the buyer so it's not a it's not a requirement but certainly what i would tell anybody who can't be at a walkthrough with their inspector make sure you read the entire report and if you have any questions at all pick up the phone and call your inspector right away to make sure that you have a clear understanding of what you're seeing in that report um, it's you know it's it's probably the next best thing that you can do but just you know, best practice for everybody's just make sure you don't have any questions about that report. Um, you know, that's that's the uh, that's the thing that frustrates, you know, buyers more than anything else. They just said, well, oh, I didn't read all the way through the report. I just thought I would look at the summary mm. and that would tell me everything. But there's yeah. a lot of information in the report that's very valuable and some things you may need to do. Some professionals you may want to come in and take a look at things like roofs, you know, that may have been wind damage here lately. Yeah, especially in the past couple of weeks, for sure. Right. Incidentally, if you what one of the things that I'm big on are reviews. Uh, when I mentioned this before, if I go to buy something through Amazon or something, I always want to see the reviews. If you want to see what our reviews are, because this is our business for buying and selling homes for our listeners and clients, you can go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com, or if you want to read the reviews, uh, LouisvilleZillow or LouisvilleGoogle.com, where our, our reviews are. All right, so Chuck Ethel is asking this question uh, uh, via email, of course, as an elderly disabled condo owner. She says, I'm solely responsible for the costs of common area railings that I requested. She says she's uh, getting some bills for the railings, and she, I guess she's wondering, is she actually responsible for paying for the railings that she requested to have put up uh, by at her condo where she lives? Okay, that's going to depend an awful lot on what the condo docs say. Mm. Uh, if they're inside her unit, well, then of course she would. Uh, if there are things that are required to be put out outside, I'm betting that there is some sort of federal regulation that yeah. requires those things anyhow. Um, I think that that might need to be a phone call to go over and take a look at some documents and maybe see what's going on with that HOA. Yeah, so... And on this, Ethel, I'll give out Chuck's number in a second, but if you've got an attorney or somebody that you trust, maybe a relative, uh, you might want to check with them. I know also call the condo association directly yeah. and say, hey. What's going on? Yeah. Do, what, are, what are my rights here as uh, since I'm in that category that I need to have these out there? So, okay. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about radon with Brad. It's important. Uh, we haven't talked about it in a long time, but it's a, a safety check for you, how to protect your family and what it's all about. We'll go pretty quickly, so we won't be dwelling on it a whole lot, but just know it's it's a problem in a lot of the areas uh, we see here in the Louisville and Southern Indiana area. 
We'll take a break with us, Chuck Crosby. The Crosby Law Offices, not only do they do closings, they do wills and a variety of other things. You can reach Chuck at 499-6360. Brad Lawler, also here, Home Team Inspection Service, 844-411-TEAM. And they are a great group of people. If you're going to have an inspection, you can pick your inspector. This is the people that I would highly recommend that you use. You can reach me. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home in the next year or beyond, feel free to give me a call. No obligation. We can talk. We can go meet by Zoom or I'll come out in person and we'll discuss what the path is to get the home sold whenever you decide to put it on the market and we'll find out what the, the home is valued at. You can reach me anytime at 376-5483. That's 502-376-5483. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. People often think that real estate agents market and sell the same way, but they don't. I'm Barbara Corcoran, and I've worked with the best agents throughout the country. Having a local real estate agent who offers great marketing and options to fit your needs is smart. In Louisville, the agents I trust and you should hire are Bob and Greg Sokola. If I were selling in Louisville, Bob and Greg would be my guys. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sokola, the Louisville Real Estate Show, here with you until the top of the hour. Continuing with us, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They come in as a team. They're a great group of people. They do a great job home inspections. You can reach, and also, I guess, commercial inspections as well. And Brad also has, by the way, a new company part of his group. It's uh, for termites and a variety of things. I'm going to have you give the number out in a second. Sure. But you can reach Brad for home team inspection at 844-411-TEAM. And the phone number for your bug out? Yeah, for team bug out is uh, 502-357-7700 or teambugout.com. Also here, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. You can reach Chuck if you're thinking about a closing. This is the guy you want to use. Also, if you need a will done, I will tell you he has done my will and uh, several of my family members. So uh, we trust him. You can reach Chuck at 499-6360. And if you're thinking of selling your home or buying a home, 
you can reach me. You can check our reviews on Zillow, LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleGoogle.com. My direct number is 376-5483. And I try to answer that morning, noon, day, night, whenever, just right after the show, you can call me 376-5483. Radon, it's a serious problem. A lot of times it's not given enough importance in the purchase of a home. So, Brad, let's go through this quickly. What is radon? How does it get uh, into our homes? So radon is a radioactive gas that permeates up through the rock uh, that we live on. It's odorless. It's colorless. We don't know it's there. The only way to, to measure it is to use a technical device. Um, so, you you know, there's there's simple products you can use, like a, a charcoal canister uh, that's there. But uh, home inspectors like my company, we use, you know, more sophisticated testing equipment. Uh, there's also equipment available uh, that you can purchase, like I have for my house, uh, that tests the, uh, the indoor air quality year round. Mm -hmm. The problem is if it goes unabated, we measure radon levels in picocuries. The limit here in the United States is four picocuries or above needs yes. to be mitigated. Right. Unfortunately, over in Europe, it's what two point eight. Yeah, it's yeah, it's two. I think it's two point five in okay. Europe and in, in Canada. Yeah, there's about twenty one thousand deaths a year that are attributed to it because it's the leading cause of lung cancer for non-smokers and so, the second leading cause of lung cancer among for, smokers. For, yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's. I mean, EPA says that one out of every fifteen homes has elevated levels of radon. Uh, it was only discovered in the mid eighties uh, when that when they the discovery even happened that we had this mm. gas in our homes. Um, but today in the Louisville area, because we are considered to be the the highest level of radon, uh, what they call level one, EPA suggests that about 52% of homes in our area have elevated levels of radon. So it's either you or your neighbor, according to the EPA. Yeah, we should point out that if you're at all concerned, if it has not been tested or even if it has been tested many, many years ago, you may want to have a radon test now. Uh, the cost on that these days for a radon test, Brad? Uh, I mean, you're probably you're somewhere under two hundred dollars to have it okay. to have it tested. Um, the so mitigation, not, yeah, mitigation can be a little bit higher. Little mitigation is uh, yeah. going to different is going to depend on the home uh, and the insulation of the of it. You know, you're probably looking at nine hundred to twelve hundred plus uh, for the mitigation. So it's not horrifically expensive. Uh, you know, you do, it's better than living with it for sure. But it's not like a you know fifteen thousand um, dollar you know, yep. cost for, for most homes. And one final caveat to this is if you're having it radon tested in your home by a licensed tester, I would always suggest that you not use somebody who also does mitigation yeah. because I personally feel, I don't know how you guys feel, it's a conflict of interest because they can, not that they're going to, but there's always that opportunity. They can, the numbers may be a little different and you want somebody who does the testing by themselves, and then you find a separate group to do the installation for mitigation, if you yeah. need. Or yeah. just to make sure that they're using the the you know the highest level of equipment, like you know, like I use the AirThings Corinium Pros, you know, which are Bluetooth enabled. They're continuous monitors, so you have a graph showing the actual readout during the entire time. It's checking the temperature. It's checking the barometric pressures. Uh, speaking of barometric pressures, you ought to see what happened when the windstorm came through. It's the yeah. lowest reading I've ever seen on my monitor. Crazy, like hurricane uh, low pressure. Um, but it's it also they're tamper resistant, so uh, somebody couldn't take it outside to try to you know have the the detector breathe fresh air. But the best the best companies are going to use the best equipment out there for sure. And then Chuck, you may want to. I don't know if you've done this. I know you're in a condo, but. Um, 
air things that's the one that i bought that you recommended from uh mm -hmm. yes. I went through amazon yeah and uh, it monitors and you got a remote on your phone so you're able to see at any one time in graphs mm -hmm. so i don't know chuck how much you're into this but it's so important you might it, what was it about 200 bucks maybe for yeah they i mean this the systems start those continuous radar monitors depending on what you got i think bob you got more of an upgraded i think you got the wave system i have what's called yeah. the wave plus with the hub so i can see yeah. you know everything about my house from you know when i'm even out out yeah. somewhere else other right. part of the country yeah. but they're you know they're going to run 150 to 250 300 bucks for that yeah. system um the other thing that's kind of curious if people want to know go to radonmap.com and you will see pockets of where radon is high and the you will see the seasonal trends like you know my house transmits you know so i get uh, my data is included with all of the other data there on radon map and you can see you know during the winter months you know radon is higher than it is at other times of the year once we close those windows up we close those doors up and the heat's running uh, the, you know the radon levels are going up in our homes yeah. so it's it's a it is a seasonal uh, condition as well but radonmap.com shows the seasonal variation through all different parts of Louisville. Pretty interesting yep. map. I wish I we had vision right now on the radio to tell show. It's a very interesting map. Yeah. We move on. Oscar, according to uh, this email, says uh, he owns several homes on the west side, Chuck, uh, west side of Louisville. He received <laughs> notices that one of his properties is going to be demolished. And he's wondering, what are his rights? What is his next step? I suspect, without Oscar saying it, that the house is in a bit of disrepair. I would guess so. Usually yeah. before you get a notice to demolish, uh, you've received or there have been multiple notices mailed out uh, regarding uh, deficiencies. Mm -hmm. uh, so when you get to the whole order to de demolish, the question is, is it a notice of a hearing uh, for the order to demolish, or is it the actual order itself? Once you've gotten that far, if you haven't, uh, you know, gone and tried to appeal it, you might very well be out of luck. Uh, our rights are like anything else. If you don't use them, you lose them. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if you're cited for a deficiency, you have the right to go to a hearing to defend yourself. Uh, if you lose that and then it keeps going and going and going, well, before they get to the order to demolish, there's been multiple uh, chances to fight that. So mm -hmm. without seeing the actual order and checking it out, you know, now I do know up until it is in fact demolished, eh, we've seen things done. You know, if you go in and you take care of it yourself, yada, 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 uh, you know, there is some leeway, but once that order is given you've you've pretty much bailed on a number of hearings that's the new definition of yada 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 that i've no, i got you yeah yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah sorry um <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah it just yeah. you know i get that call all the time it's like once yeah. you have that notice to demolish yeah i guarantee there's like you know 10 other notices that have gone by You've basically you've ignored every attempt yeah. to to tell you you have a problem. Yeah, it. I mean, how long All are you right. going to leave your car parked there next uh, to the meter and expect it not to get towed? Yeah, uh, or at least ticketed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah not going to happen. I got you. All right, let's move on. Stacy uh, Brad is buying a home and is a bit confused about the bricks that are on the front of the home. Uh, you'll love this. Stacy says there appears to be. Holes at the bottom of the bricks every foot or so. And she's wondering, does she get the builder back out there uh, to plug those holes 
or and did they make a mistake or is there a reason for those spaces in the bricks brad okay great mm -hmm. question thank yeah. you for asking that thank you for paying attention so the brick that is on the front of that home is a veneer okay it's not structurally supporting the roof okay so it's it is functioning as a covering for the wood that's behind it the holes that are there down low are called weep holes and what they do is they allow water that builds up behind the brick to run down and have an escape path please do not plug those holes. Uh, we see people go around and caulk them. Uh, what you're doing is now you're trapping all of that water between the wood and the brick, and you're creating a moisture uh, problem uh, for everybody living in the home and in the future. So yeah, leave those holes open. Those are weep holes, and they're intended to be that. Some builders will put a piece of rope in there. It, it serves the same function. It acts like a wick. So if you've got those little pieces of cotton look like cotton rope sticking out, again, it's just a it's it's a way for the water to find its way out from behind the brick and you know escape on the outside versus going into your house. And it does one more thing. It prevents little creepy crawling things from going the, in the brick. Yes, the rope does, but yes, you know, correct. the other the, yeah, there's there's certainly, yeah, if you see, you know, if you see bees or you know hornets that are that are taking up residence in those holes you can certainly treat the holes or you know call a call a pest control company to come treat the holes uh but yeah there's but you want to keep those holes open so water can get out call team bug out or team go bug to out. team bug out that's right all right there you go back over to uh chuck chuck this is a tough one patty says in this email that uh, she listed her house as is she got a full price offer buyer is going with an fha mortgage that should be a clue to a potential concern. The house did not pass inspection slash appraisal. The buyer wants to do the repairs, so it passes. And then he wants to uh, ask Patty to reimburse him for those repairs at closing. And he's one, Patty's wondering, doesn't that violate the as-is aspect of the contract that he signed? Um, no, it doesn't violate the as is necessarily. It violates all other forms of uh, fraud. Anyhow, yeah, no, you can't do that. Uh, you just can't do that. Um, the whole as is thing. Okay, great. Whatever it's as is, you're not going to sell the house if they don't get fixed. If he fixes it and and then tries to lay the oh no, <laughs> uh, no, not, not to mention loan that, is not going to happen. No, it, not to mention. The dangers of having a buyer on your property yeah. doing some sort of repairs—that that's the bigger concern. Yeah, and then what, what happens when it falls through? If the deal falls through, anyhow, yeah. then you're going to try and no that that technically falls under mortgage fraud. So uh, I will tell you though, in the mm -hmm. past uh, years and years ago, this was back in 2013 when the new appraisal guidelines came through. Um, just after, uh, so we had a house we had listed. And the the gutters were were clogged, and the buyer actually, without us knowing it, went onto the house roof and cleaned the gutters so that the appraisal would uh, the appraiser slash inspector would would pass the house to close. We weren't so thrilled about that because we weren't aware that the buyer yeah. was climbing on the roof. Which was yeah, there's liabilities there. But uh, yeah. whenever something happens that is not disclosed to the bank relating to money yeah. uh, and the purchase price, that, that's just a whole big deal. Now, I've seen that exact scenario play out. Uh, the deal fell through. It went into bankruptcy. And the lawsuit was ugly. The lawsuit Ooh. was ugly. 
buyer uh, ponied up something like 20K uh, in repairs and was expecting the seller to, and when the deal fell through and the bankruptcies were filed, it just got ugly. That should be a word of caution to anybody. Yeah. And not that an FHA loan is bad, but if, no, it's if, the house is, if it's in disrepair, then you're going to get flagged by, because the appraiser with an FHA loan is also an inspector as per mm -hmm. the government guidelines. That's in addition to the inspection that folks like Brad and his team would do separately. So you got to keep a look at the levels of the amount of work that's going to need to get the home closed, but you have to look at the home to make sure peeling paint, slow drains, things like that. The inspector picks up on for FHA loans. So we are out of time and hopefully everybody learned something. This is a great, great show. Uh, my thanks to Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Also, Brad Lawler. And by the way, Chuck does closings, wills. We've talked about that and a whole lot more, and, and he's also a great guy. Uh, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 844-411-TEAM. They come in as a team. They do a great job. You can reach uh, Brad anytime. And you can reach me if you're thinking about uh, selling your home either now, in a couple of months, uh, this year, next year, love to come out. We could talk either by phone, by Zoom, or in person. It's free, no obligation, uh, and I do this all the time. This is what I love and enjoy, meeting people and heading out there and seeing how we can help you get to your next level of, of life, in dream home or selling your home. You can reach me anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. That's 376-5483. Yes, we are out of time. See you next Sunday. News Radio 840 WHAS.